the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome to the Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. I hope it finds you well. Our toll-free number, 800 951 I'll just tell you right now, we've got a silver extravaganza go to allamericangold.com hit the shopping cart button uh cases of silver eagles this it's insanity we're talking thousands of dollars less than the big online competitors thousands of dollars less and here's the great part you don't have to buy three cases to get their cheapest price and their cheapest price we're still Fifteen hundred dollars, you know, less than them. Uh, rolls of silver eagles on sale. Same thing. We're we're like a hundred dollars a roll less. Uh, check it out. Half dollar rolls. Uh, we still got some less, so those are are available as well. Allamericangold.com or call the eight hundred number eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Cases of silver eagles today. $19,500. Nobody, I couldn't find anything even close to the $20,000 range. I think one, one place I found, they did have a case and it was a weird, it was, it was a weird deal. Uh, but, but it was $20,600, but that was only one. And then everybody else, we were talking about $22,000 plus. Uh, out there, rolls of silver eagle seven eighty five. Uh, m- most of the places, Jason, they want seven eight hundred and eighty five dollars. Uh, and again, same thing. You got to buy it in volume. Uh, we got single rolls at seven hundred and eighty five dollars, and then rolls a half dollars at two hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, silver is up again today, but again, that's something for everybody's price range. Hey. You guys, hey, I don't have a ton of money. We got half dollars at two fifty. I got a little bit of money. Hey, we got rolls of silver eagles, uh, seven hundred eighty-five dollars. Hey, I want to make a splash. We got cases at nineteen thousand five hundred dollars, and and uh, it's a silver extravaganza on this Wednesday. And silver's up today, so those half dollars are even a better deal than they were yesterday. So you know, jump jump on those half dollars or jump on those silver eagles and. You know, you got to stack it. You got to stack it, and uh, and uh, with, with the more and more I watch, I uh, I do a lot of YouTube video watching, and I and I, I look at other things uh, on the internet to, to see what other people's opinions are, what's going on, and I've never seen such a swell in people talking about gold and silver. It's just out of control. I mean, I've I've looked at this a while, Joe, and I think there's more chatter about gold and silver now than I've seen. So it shows you that a lot of people have their minds on it. When there's a lot of people have their minds on it, that means a lot more people buying it, and uh, that usually means the price going up, Joe. Yeah, well, that's, let me tell you, you're right about that. Everybody uh, in my circle, uh, of course, they know what I do, but it, it's amazing 
uh, the people that talk about it. And then, uh, you know, it always works out. Hey, hey, this is my buddy Joe did it. You know, you, you meet, meet these guys, whether it's on the golf course, maybe, uh, uh, the bowling alley. Oh, you know, that conversation always comes up. Hey, what do you do? And, and, and ultimately, I, well, you know, I, I own a radio station. I own a gold company. I'm on the radio. Oh, yeah, you got a voice for radio. But, but then, when they get down to it, they find out, yeah, I, I own a gold and silver company. Uh, every one of them, hey, can I get your card? Right? You know, okay, I, I need to get involved in that. How do I get a hold of you? That's, that is absolutely, uh, something, man. You know, when I first started, that never happened. Like you told people, yeah, well, you know, I, I work, uh, I sell gold and silver coins. They're like, oh, what? Yo, you're one of those wackos, right? You're one of those wacko guys, right? Yeah, the, man, it's amazing uh, how much the mindset has changed over the last 20 years. And and it all has to do with complete let recklessness. I mean, look at today. One day, the debt jumped $395 billion. Uh, we're now at $32.8 billion. Like I said, it takes about six to eight weeks for the Treasury to finish their ramp-up. Jason, you know, when we think about it, hey, come August, we're going to be talking about deficits for, you know, at, at getting ready to hit $33 trillion. Oh, boy. Yeah, and, and this, this, that's a number that just gets bigger and bigger every month, every year, right? So I, uh, yeah, this, this, this leap that it's going to take to fill up the checkbook, so to speak, is, uh, is, is just going <laughs> to... Maybe turn some heads. Oh, maybe not, Joe. It seems like you know everybody's pretty comfortable and just living in the false reality that everything's going to be okay. But uh, it's not. Financially, this world is 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 heading for some some turbulent places, and this is why you got to buy gold, silver. This is why you, you protect yourself and the turbulence. You won't be as sick as the next guy, right, Joe? When the turbulence hits. That's right. That's, you're going to be in a better spot. It's just that simple. Uh, you know. It's funny because I went out to U.S. Uh, debt clock, you know, because you, you you like to watch it. I'm looking at how it. Fast it yep. Right, how fast it goes. So I was looking at the interest on the debt and defense spending. And uh, right now, you know, the defense spending and, and Medicare, Social Security, and then the interest, it's just going faster than, than the rest because by the end of the year, we already know. But right now, for every dollar of defense spending, the debt's going up by by three by three times that. Uh, so for the debt uh, to go up, a or the in, and this is the interest payments. This is the interest payments on the debt, right? So it, it uh, interest payments go up a hundred thousand dollars, right? The spent spending only went up thirty thousand. I mean, this is how fast it's moving. Interest per adult on the U.S. debt is $14,477. I don't know about you, Joe. I don't know if they're pulling that down to me directly, but I know there's some, that's an average, right? Boy, that's a lot. Right. Well, listen, look at it this way. Interest on the debt now, by the end of the year, will be a case of silver, right? A case of silver at 19500 That's your, your payment for the interest on the debt. Patriot Radio News Hour will be back after the break. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. A quick look into the markets. Uh, the Dow, 
about even right now. Uh, the S&P is down. The NASDAQ is down. Uh, gold is down six right now. Uh, 1960, uh, silver is up 15 cents, 23.85 as the Bank of Canada with a surprise rate hike today, uh, which has now gotten the markets thinking, uh-oh, right, maybe the Fed isn't going to pause here. If you're tired of the nonsense, if you're tired uh, of the, the debt ceiling, if you're tired, uh, you know, re- think about uh, yesterday when we had uh, Weiss ratings. Uh, Brown was out uh, on Glenn Beck talking about, hey, listen, we got 3,000 banks that are in deep, deep trouble. And, of course, the problem is uh, those banks start going, then all the banks are in deep, deep trouble, and, and the Fed really just kind of posing here. And and you're left with the, these choices of, well, let me leave my money in the bank and hope that the Treasury will bail it out, right? We'll just slap it on to the national debt. Why not? Right? Let's just slap another 2 3 4 $5 trillion on to the debt course what would your money be worth then or hey there isn't a bailout and you get left with a a certificate that says hey somewhere down the road later maybe you get some of your money back or you look for other places gold and silver uh, is one of those places our friends over at y refi it's not for everybody right because you got to have at least fifty thousand dollars but you get high fixed rates of return not correlated to wall street it doesn't matter I don't know what Wall Street's going to do. But I don't. Half the people think Wall Street's going to kind of stay where it is for the rest of this year. The other half of the people think it's going to be cut in half or cut, you know, 30 40%. I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Uh, you go out to Y-Refi, get great fixed rates of return, invest, Y-Refi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or just call them at 888-Y-REFI-24. Uh, not only did we have uh, a one-day blow-up in the day. And get ready. I mean, that's just going to happen, right? We know. Hey, somewhere here, six weeks from now, the debt's going to be approaching $33 trillion. It just is what it is. And that's just catching up from the debt ceiling emergency uh, we're, we're not stopping there. Uh, you know, we're talking about in the next seven years. Best case. Listen, I'm giving you best case. $50 trillion. And I have no idea. I don't even want to guess at what the, Fed, uh, the Fed's balance sheet would be. I don't want to even guess. I don't because I, I, I'll tell you right now, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot higher in the next seven years than it is now. And already now it's over $8 trillion. I mean, Jason, these are things that, that really leave you scratching right. Uh, the trade deficit number blew up again, right? Again, in other words, this is all this money leaving the United States, uh, and it's something where the rest of the world uh, and are the primary people that we're buying stuff from. We know China. We know that. But it's India. It's Brazil. It's the Middle East. It's these countries that are on the record saying we want to get rid of dollars, Jason. Yeah, and I and I, uh, I wondered because I've been, like I said uh, on the last segment, I've been watching some of this chatter about gold and silver. As, as you talk about, 
you know, the debt and, and, the, and this, these problems that are, are being caused by the inflation. Uh, even Catherine Austin Fist, she, she threw something out that I didn't even fathom, but I guess you've talked about this briefly before. What, what about the, oper- you know, the, the, the chance of an overnight adjustment in gold that's up massively higher? These guys are talking $30,000 gold, which just obviously seems ridiculous under normal economic uh, situations. But inflating their way out of the debt, you know, is, 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 a, is a possibility of what they're trying to do, Joe? Is it, what, what is the possibility? Uh, the Catherine Austin Fist is 3,500% overnight. <laughs> so I'm a $700,000 gold. I'm like, and, and, and she's talking, you know, hyperinflation. And I'm wondering, Joe, you, know, you, you have one gold coin, you buy a house sort of thing. Is it, what, what kind of, do you think that's even possible? I think it's possible, but do you think that's, that's even possibly likely that in some lower level of that where these guys are talking $30,000 gold? Well, let me, let me just say that what, what she's referring to, so, you know, in, and I'm going to say technically, right, because uh, I, I don't know, but they, they tell us, they tell us that, hey, Fort Knox, we've got 8,000 metric tons of gold. That's, that's what they say. And it's not all in Fort Knox, I guess. About half of that number uh, is sitting in Fort Knox, and they have some at West Point. Uh, and I, I want to say, and I could be wrong, I think Denver has some as well. Uh, but, but yes. again, we, yeah. we say that, that our holdings are, are 8,000 metric tons. And, and what she's really referring to and talking about is right now on the government's balance sheet, the gold is still valued at what it was before we went off the gold standard, all right? So 1971, Richard Nixon, uh, $42. Now, one of the things that the government can do in, in talking about the debt, one of the ways that they could say, hey, it's okay, because we now have revalued all of our gold. Now, they could revalue it at the current price. Let's just say today. Well, that's, we're going to revalue it from $42 to $1,956. Everyone will be like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's a flea fart and a hurricane, right? That's what my, my old bosses from Texas used to use that uh, that, that expression, right? What, in order for it to have merit and value, yes, you're talking about gold would have to be Twenty to thirty thousand dollars an ounce, and then the government could say, "See, it's fine because we could pay off the debt by selling our gold." That's that's kind of the one. It's an option, right? What what oh. isn't an what isn't an option is just revaluing it at today's price because that's not a big enough impact. But if they did that, then in theory people would feel more comfortable continuing to buy U.S. debt. Uh, and what about uh, the currency, changing the currency, let's say, to a digital dollar, and then, and then that sort of uh, situation where maybe gold is, is a stopgap for people to trust the new currency, and that's where the 30000 comes in, Joe. Where, hey, and we, and, and again, change. well, you got to remember, who else has a lot of gold? right? And I'm not talking about China Central or Russia. Banks. I'm talking about, Central uh, I'm talking about Italy. Spain, Portugal, France, Germany. These are all nations that have 
huge deficits, right? They've got uh, huge balance sheets. I mean, the only the only bank really left out, England would be left out, and, and I think Japan, I, I'd have to look. I'm not sure what Japan holds. I don't think they hold a lot, but I could be wrong on that. Uh, but it would be a way uh, for a lot of the world, and it kind of it may make sense when you're trying to figure out why are all these central banks buying all this gold? Uh, this could be something where, uh, back behind closed doors, hey, by the way, everyone, you know, be ready. This could be, you know, we may do this here. And if you've got gold put away, uh, it's going to be better for you. Uh, I, I don't know that, that, but it's an option. You can't rule it out. And the reason I brought it up is because recently with the M2 money supply starting to go down, the debt clock that we've been looking at for years, suddenly just shut off the dollars versus gold and the dollars versus silver ratios, which would have, was which was usually gold thirty thousand and, and silver like I don't know, three or five five six hundred, whatever it was. So it's kinda interesting, Joe, to to see the uh, the debt clock has shut off that number or maybe more people are coming and looking at that. And then and their excuse is, well the Mem two money supply is going down and since all their numbers are ticking up, maybe it's just a programming thing. But it's interesting because if they did that if they did that, Joe, and they, they re position the value of gold versus dollars or whatever new currency it re- replaces it, that would be the number, right? And then, then that would be a way to so-called fix their economic situation because they'll have inflated their way out of their problem, at least temporarily. Well, and again, uh, it, it's something, like I said, it, it fixes the balance sheet problem of a lot of nations if they did that. Uh, unfortunately, it'd be nice if the balance sheet problem could be fixed by saying, well, let's just value gold at the current price. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, but, but again, uh, that's so insignificant. And, and especially when you think about, okay, let's just think about 2030. Because that's not that far. It's not that far. 2030. You know, you're, you're sitting there and, and you're saying to yourself, we're, and this is, I'm guessing here. I'm going to guess our national debt is north of $60 trillion. Okay, Now, the Fed's balance sheet, I, I hate guessing, but I'll, I'll throw a guess out there. I don't know, $25 trillion, maybe $30 Between the two, we will be put it. How about this? this I think this is uh, fair enough. We'll be in earshot of $100 trillion of debt. And, and that is something where, obviously, already, look at right now. Right now, we've passed $40 trillion, And we're, we're approaching $41 trillion right now. And we're already seeing cracks in the system, right? We're already seeing the cracks in the system. Look at all the financial institutions. Look how much trouble they're all in. Uh, and not, now imagine, okay, let's just double that number. And now we're at like $85 trillion. How much worse do you think it's going to be? Uh, and, and, and gold could absolutely be one of those things. That now, for the U.S., you know, the only question will be, okay, do we really have Hopefully we really have it, right? That, that's, that's what I hope. I, I don't know. You know, the last uh, head of the Mint that actually said he saw the gold was Moy. And, and he was talking about he was at Fort Knox and he looked into one of the vaults. And said that this was the pre-33 gold that was melted down. By the way, 
That is the vast majority of our gold holdings. This is the gold that they took from the citizenry in 1933. Now, according to him, Jason, they melted it into these bars, but they didn't take the uh, impurities out. Because remember, the pre-1933, copper. they put copper in there, give it a heart, because they were, you know, you used it, right? Otherwise, and you've seen it, you've seen some of the the junk silver. The, especially the older junk silver coins, right? They're all kind of worn out because, you know, it got used so much. So they put co- a copper in the gold to give it hardness. But they didn't take the impurities out, which is odd. And according to Moy, you could even, on, on a lot of the bars, you could still make out the coins. Like he said, you know, I could see... Uh, Lady Liberty's face, or I could see the, 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 the tail side of the coin. I could see parts of the coin still in there. So, uh, I, I, you know, again, uh, you know, tech, you know, today you're supposed to have that, that purity, right? It's a 400 ounce bar and it's, well, approximately 400 ounces. They're not exactly 400 ounces. Some are 399.25. Some are 400.27, you know, but the purity level of, you know, of 9995, uh, that's what you get like on the Comex or in London. Uh, we don't even have that. So, it, you know, it's interesting though, Jason. It's, it's definitely a very big option and it could be something, uh, that could be done very easily. Obviously, those that hold gold would make out significantly better. But listen, it's just like in 1933. Who, who, really took advantage of what happened in 1933 when the government confiscated gold. Only two people, two types, foreign governments who didn't have to turn their gold in. Their gold went from $20 overnight to $35, and then all the citizenry that had collectible U.S. gold also benefited. Why we like private gold, isn't it? 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. 800-951-0592. The ex- silver extravaganza on this Wednesday. Cases of U.S. Silver Eagles, $19,500. Uh, these are sealed cases. Uh, again, you can't, can't touch that price anywhere. Thousands of dollars less than the big online guys. Rolls of Silver Eagle, $785 the average. That's like $100 less than the bigger uh, online guys. And then rolls a half dollars at $250 to the roll at 800-951-0592. What was it? Was it yesterday or the other day we told you China launched uh, its first uh Major airline, you know, to compete with the, you know, Boeing and Airbus, the C, I think they call it the C919, uh, not to be outdone, uh, yesterday. China, uh, apparently not done. They launched their first cruise ship ever. The country's first ship called the Adora Magic City. Uh, left the docks of Shanghai about 1.30 p.m. on Tuesday, according to the Chinese media. The ship took four years to build. The The report says the ship is the world's most complex single electronic 
product made with over 25 million individual parts, five times the number of individual parts in it used in its first domestic aircraft, which they uh, launched last week. Uh, the ship sports 2,125 guest rooms, can accommodate over 5,000 passengers, uh, is set to be delivered at the end of this year. Uh, it has taken its first six-day float, then they got two other tests, uh, then it will be delivered. China now joins Germany, France, Italy, and Finland as the only countries with the ability to build large cruise ships. And, and again, it, it doesn't, it just is what it represents. Now, guess who's not, you know, what country wasn't on the list? Right. We aren't on there. We can't do it. We could, but obviously everyone's like, God, it's way too expensive to do it in America. And we've gotten rid uh, of that capability. But, but again, Jason, it's just another uh, example uh, of of the rise. Yeah, and, and what's interesting, Joe, and I brought this up a few times. I, I'm not so sure China is economically as stable and and, and strong as as some people think. I I just have this vision in the future of of China also having economic problems massively, and America and China just taking themselves down together. You know, I, I really believe another economy is going to be rising up, and there's a couple of countries out there that are are growing versus kind of going sideways or going down, like um, America and China. And, uh, China obviously has all the manufacturing, so they they've taken over all of that. We're not building cruise ships; they are, but they got to put people on the cruise ship. Got to make the they got to make the cruise ship uh, worthwhile, right? If they start building these things, they got to make it economically viable. And that's where I'm wondering. I'm wondering, Joe, how many Chinese people or where else they're taking the ship to get people on there. Are they going to use the ship? And uh, like you said, in America, we don't build them anymore. It's too expensive. Well, it's because economically we're on the downtrend. So we'll we'll see. China passing up the U.S., I think that could still happen. But are, are both countries going to be going down at the same time uh, when China passes us? Right, Joe? That's, that's what I'm wondering. Well, yeah, and again, nobody's saying China. Of course China's going to have. Ups and that's how the world works. Uh, sorry, central, no central bank can fix that. We we tried to right. Remember uh, the the peak. It was Alan Greenspan. Bill Clinton was president. That was the height of central banking. Right. We found Nirvana. See, we told you we could do this. Right. Thank, thankfully, you guys put us in charge in 1913. Look at what we've done. Remember, we're going to pay off the debt by 2010. And don't worry about the baby boomers because all the money we're going to save on the interest on the debt, we'll have plenty of money. Well, what's happened since then? The whole thing's falling apart. Think about today. Fast forward. Now Now it's 2023. The interest on the debt is about to become the second biggest payment. And by 2025, it will be the biggest expense of the of the federal government. And look at where we are in currency-wise, inflation-wise. Central banks don't work, period. And and again, to Jason's point, China's got trouble. Listen, China's China's housing market is a disaster. It's a disaster. 
right? And, and they're doing what we're doing, right? They cover it up, cover it up, cover it up. Eventually, people are going to clamor for sound money because what's coming next, it's a great wipeout. And it's not just a wipeout here. It's a wipeout everywhere. When we're talking about wiping out fiat currencies globally, this is what we're talking about. And one of the reasons why Catherine Austin Fitz says, hey, maybe we could look at gold. Because look at how many nations actually own gold. There's only a couple, and they're just pig-headed and stubborn, right? Uh, and who knows? Listen, tomorrow, uh, next week, next month, England can start buying gold. We don't know. And I use them because they're probably the easiest whipping boy, right? Because they sold all their gold uh, leading up to, to, to 2000. Uh, and what a horrible, you know what? And again, I go back to Alan Greenspan, right? They believed their own hype. And really all that happened was when they created that new Social Security number. That allowed the government to collect trillions of dollars every year. you got to remember, a trillion dollars in like 1984 was, that's a huge amount of money. Today, it's not that big. Right? In our, in our minds, it's not that big. That was an incredible amount of money. And they got to use that money every year for a couple of days. They just hit it. It didn't actually exist. Uh, we grew way beyond our means. And now, of course, Jason, we got to pay for it all now. Because guess what? We didn't pay the debt off. We didn't do it. So now, all of a sudden, the money's just not there. You can't pay off the debt in a debt money system. If there is no debt, there is no money. Every dollar of debt is a dollar that's circulating around somewhere in the system. So you can't, that's the funny thing about the 1990s and talking about paying off the debt. Well, what are you going to use for money? There's going to be no money if, if there is no debt. Right, Joe? It's, it's a backward system. That's the, the Fed created this, right? We're not supposed to pay off the debt. We're supposed to grow the debt. That's how you grow the economy, Joe. Grow the debt. When we get back, Janet Yellen talking more bank failures and, uh-oh, more commercial real estate. Just went jingle mail. We'll be back after the break. 800 uh, Janet Young can't help herself. She was out on CNBC, uh, the Treasury Secretary, this morning, saying there is motivation to see some consolidation in the banking industry. And it wouldn't surprise me to see some of that going forward. See, we're motivated to have less banks uh, according to her interview this morning uh, Yellen said it uh, she wouldn't want to see the uh, diverse banking system listen the banking system is not diverse that's a lie it's a lie what do they hold treasuries mortgage-backed securities some credit card debt right maybe some student loan debt private student loan debt that's it that, that, that's not diverse but you know again she wouldn't want to see the diverse banking system threatened by further consolidation. But it will be understandable given the pressure on the earnings some banks are experiencing. She says that she expects there will be issues. 
in the commercial real estate sector, giving the changing approach to work. See, it wasn't the central bank's fault, and it wasn't the treasury's fault. No, 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 no. No, it, it, you know, I guess, Jason, we could use it. It's COVID's fault, right? Because everybody worked from home. That's, that's whose fault it is. We've seen such a big change in attitudes and behaviors towards remote work. Well, if that's true, right? now I know they, they, they make it out to be true. And, and for some places do it, but by and large, you know, most people got to go to work. Here. I don't know, I'm on the freeway. It's pretty crowded. Uh, L.A. traffic hasn't gotten better, but okay. Are the banks doing anything about it? What, what, the banks didn't see that happening? They, they haven't prepared for it? Especially in the environment of higher interest rates. Oh, there it is. See, as I've educated all of you, you know they don't pay these buildings. See, we, we buy a house or a car, right, our big expenses, the goal is to pay it off, right? Now, of course, now they've changed that now, haven't they? You know, used to have mortgage burning parties. Remember, people, hey, when, when a couple paid off their mortgages in the 70s and into the 80s, they throw a big party. They don't have no parties anymore. Why? Because they want you to refi it. Ah, don't pay it off. Refi it, right? Yeah, refi it. Right? They constantly, that, that's what they, they don't pay. They pay interest only on all this commercial real estate, all of it. To Jason's point, right? The whole thing is built on more debt. And it works wonderfully as long as the property appreciates in value. Hey, we bought it. Yeah, GDP has to go up. Right? We bought it for $500 million. We made interest payments for five years. It's time to refinance. Well, here's the good news. Interest rates are still zero. And now the office building is worth $700 million. So guess what we did? We borrowed the $700 million. And we paid the interest for only five years. All of a sudden, it's time to refinance. Uh-oh. Now there's two problems. Not one. Two. Well... Depending on the office building, how old it is, the location of it, it could be worth 10% less, or it could be worth 80% less. Now, that's a problem, but there's another problem. Interest rates aren't zero, right? So it's a, a, a double problem, and Janet Yellen knows all too well about it and expects there to be issues, really what she wanted to say, big issues. We've seen a big change in attitudes. Well, that would mean big issues, right, Jason? If if there's a big change in attitudes. And she says that she thinks broadly, broadly the banks are preparing for some restructuring and difficult goings ahead. My overall read is the level of capital and liquidity in the banking system is strong. She says that every time. Apparently, it, we know that's not true, right? She says that, but we know that's not true. There is going to be pain 
And the banks need to be able to handle the strain. So there you have it from the Treasury Secretary, and, and again, the most dangerous woman alive, in my opinion. Uh, by the way, she also said the passing of the debt ceiling. What, what a great thing for, for America. More spending. You know, Joe, there's one thing she said that uh, I think uh, easily missed because she's talking about something else. But she, she, her, her verbiage maybe kind of spells out something that uh, we, we can see that the Fed's thinking. Uh, even though she's the Treasury Secretary, how, how long would you define an, the word era? Is that, is that something that's? I think that's like four or five years or more. Twenty years, ten years, an era, right? She said the era of higher interest rates. We've only been doing it for a year and a half. Did she did she accidentally slip something about? Hey, we're 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 not going down. We're not we're not lowering interest rates. Maybe not raising them, but we're not lowering. We're in the era. She is era. a very very smart woman. And what I mean by that is she picks her words carefully. I'm not that smart. Right? I'm 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 reckless with my words sometimes cuz you know and and again not that that I'm trying to to uh overemphasize things but but I'm not I'm not that way. She is. Right? So she used the word era for a reason, right? She could have just simply said we're in a high interest rate environment. No, no. She said we're in a high interest rate era. Yeah, which means what? Hey, rates are going to be higher for years. In other words, what she's saying is this commercial real estate years. problem, years. Page Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, the silver extravaganza cases of U.S. Silver Eagles, 19000 Five hundred dollars. Uh, you're saving thousands of dollars uh, from our competition. Rolls of Silver Eagle, seven hundred and eighty-five dollars. That's about a hundred dollars a roll less than than most of the competition out there. And then, of course, the silver half dollars at two hundred and fifty dollars a roll at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Jason, San Francisco Park Hotels. And the Hilton San Francisco Union Square in Park 55, the first, the largest, and the fourth largest hotels in San Francisco have stopped making their mortgage payments. Park Hotel said Monday it stopped making payments on the $725 million loan due in November handing the keys back over to its creditors and says that the ultimate removal of the hotel from its portfolio, uh, Hilton, the 1920-room Hilton, the largest hotel in San Francisco, announced that they also are no longer going to be making their mortgage payments and will be handing the keys over to their creditors, uh, and Jason, this is a growing trend, uh, and you know what's interesting, Janet Yellen, sorry, but these were hotels. This wasn't people staying home from work. Oh, I work from home now. No, this was. these were hotels. Now, granted, you can say, well, it's San Francisco. It's an armpit. Uh, Jason, we know how these things work, and we just laid it out for you. 
I don't care where it is. I don't. San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York, Boston, Houston, Dallas, Phoenix, Denver. They pay the interest. And then five years later, they want to refinance. Even if the hotel, let, let's just give it a, a benefit of the Let's just say, hey, guess what? You owed $720 million, and it's still worth $720 million, okay? Which, that's not the case most times. But here's the problem. You know how you got that interest payment? It was at 3%. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's now 7%. And, and probably on commercial real estate, maybe 8%, right? If the Fed raises again, who knows? And all of a sudden, they're like, wait a minute. That's going to double my payment. Yeah, here's the keys back. No thanks. I'm not interested, Jason. If all hotels close tomorrow, and I, it's been a while since I've seen this number, but I think it's like 5% of the population is staying in hotels at any one time. Your temporary and, and homeless population would grow by millions, right? So so you can't say that that's not housing. It's just a different type of housing, Joe. So when, when you, the biggest hotel in San Francisco is closing down, you know, and one thing that bothers me, Joe, is what happens to the credit ratings on these companies that just, you know, just, just walk out on their loans? You know, why don't we have the feeling that the Hilton's not going to get slapped with any penalties for doing no. this? Because they're, they they're big enough that they walk. I promise you this will be looked at positively. Positively. Oh, my know. gosh. Hey, you're going to save hundreds of millions of dollars by not making that payment. Good for you, right? Because that, that, that property wasn't worth it anyway. Borrow some money over here. We'll put it in another state where they're going to actually fill the hotel up. Put it in Phoenix or Denver, right? 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.